Welcome to the Overreact podcast. And in a society that puts women in a box, let's overreact. Let's overreact indeed. It's your host, Monica Mohoya. It's your girl, Angela Wamboy. And it's your girl, Lash Angela. And we're very excited to be back at Kofisi offices, specifically the media center in Kofisi 9 on Nan West Building, a suitable place um, for content creator who want to record their podcast like we are. They have a green screen room. So definitely recommend that you come and check it out for yourself and sign up to use this spaces and yes uh we overreact over here because we all have ovaries but tonight we have an interesting guest who doesn't have ovaries but he <laughs> has the right to overreact we have the one and only tim bugwa he creates spaces for men to groom themselves you know to thrive with peace and to just have conversations so welcome and uh you can pick an ovary and then you can overreact today I can pick an ovary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, welcome. Tell us about yourself and uh, feel free. Suss off the vibe and, uh, you know, overreact away. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I'm truly, truly honored to be the, the first non-overread person on the show. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, thanks a lot. Yeah, my name is uh, Timothy Mbugwa. I am the owner and proprietor of the Groomyard Barbershop uh, located on Dennis Pritt Road in Coco Jumbo Gardens. Um, and we basically take care of the distinguished gentleman. I love that. That's basically what yeah. we do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A fun fact about yourself. Oh gosh, I've been thinking about this the whole. Um, as of last week, uh, Tuesday, I am officially also a carpenter. Oh wow! Nice. Yeah, just finished my just about finished my first project. So yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> um, so today we're overreacting, and uh, we invited you because it would be nice to have a male voice as part of the conversation. So I sent you a video, and um, the basis of this first. Uh, overreacting statement is what do women bring to the table versus what do men bring to the table so the video that I sent you was of Russell Hartley and um, he expressed outrage that men are asking the question that what do women bring to the table in a sense he was like in a nutshell in his opinion that um, some women not all come to civilize you men um, come to make you guys have a better life um, help you identify your potential while challenging you to achieve it I know you watched the video I'd love to know what's your opinion about that particular question should men be asking that question and are you agreeing disagreeing or on the fence with what Russell had to say first of all this was one of these uh, these videos that initially when I watched it I had a particular feeling about it when I watched when I heard what he had to say, I was like, hmm, interesting. But it's one of these rare opportunities where I actually felt my opinion change like the second time I watched it. I disagree with him. Okay. I disagree with him. I think that, um, first of all, the question, what do women bring to the table? I don't know that that's like a terrible question to ask in the first place. I think it's a question that, first of all, opens any kind of dialogue. Um, and the one thing that in particular that kind of rubbed me the wrong way when is, is when he said that uh, women civilize men. I understand what he's trying to say. <laughs> there is a way that when when you're with a woman, there is a certain, um, I, I, I don't even know how to describe it. But yeah, there's, there's a way that you just kind of feel a bit more compact and just, you know, just chill. Mm-hmm. But I think the civilized men might, might not have been the right way to say it. Um, I think that because he mentioned also it's good women, not all women, right? Yes. <laughs> so my thoughts were by the time a man is 
with a good woman by the time a man is walking down that path to be with a good woman there is a way that he's already civilizing himself you know that uh, that's how he can get to a space where he can have a conversation with a woman saying hey this is what I want now in my life so I don't agree that women civilize men per se but I do think that there's a way that they can uh, make a man's life more joyful just have a nice sweet experience do you ask women that question no i don't personally ask that question i don't think that's a kind of question the way that he said that men are asking it in his voice sounded like men are asking it very aggressively mm-hmm. but um i don't ask women that question with any kind of aggression i don't even ask it at all i think you find that out as, as you get to know them yeah. So ladies, um, I, let me ask you, how would you feel if you were asked that by a man? Do you ask yourself that question? Are you aggrieved by the responses that you had? I think if someone asked me that off the bat, I'd be taken aback. I feel like it is a job interview somewhat. Uh, like Tim, I think it's something very unspoken. And I think I'd only find myself asking that question when things are getting rocky or things are getting thick. So now I need to properly analyze this relationship and its potential and where it's going. Mm. Otherwise, if like love is a motive or whatever I don't think I'd be that would not be the top of the head question that I'd ask um you know and I think definitely you have to be good on your own and when you meet someone else you help each other level up it's it's a team effort yeah yeah personally context at what stage is he asking the question yes is it at the onset of the relationship right in the middle of the relationship or what kind of arrangement uh is the relationship based on well there's so many ships uh we can say friendship so if it's the table you're talking about friendships or friends with benefit i'll be like okay let's do the list this is what i bring to the table sitting down and defining what is the table to you and to me Mm-hmm. And then we create what that table looks like and mm-hmm. what we serve on the table. Mm. Yeah. I like that. Personally, I don't have a problem with being asked that question. I think it is important. I think when I watch that video, I think if men are asking that, that means that there is a lot more women who don't have a lot to offer. So for for that to be a conversation means there's a situation when it comes to the dating field that women just go uh Fwah. yeah they just date this guy and there's you know like there's nothing that really that's exciting or they're not challenging and so I think if they're asking that that's because we need to look at ourselves as women especially the current women now and the society that we live in you know it's um it's a very different dating field like the way we date is different there's two people who are working now it's not like back in the day with our great grandmas and grandmas where it was just a one household thing and when you look at the table a lot of people when people say what do you bring to the table they focus on the finance but there's also the emotional side of things there's also the mental side of things there's a physical there's an intimate side of things so if you're going to ask that question even you who's asking have you thought about the other things like are you mentally stable in this relationship are you emotionally in a good place dealt with stuff from the past so i think i think we should be asking ourselves that question yeah i agree with you ange in the sense that like by the time someone's asking you that question i think it's out of experience you know and if you've come out of a really bad situation now you're going to be more intentional about your relationship so mm-hmm. totally absolutely and what why men can, can are women allowed to ask what men are bringing to the table can mm-hmm. we ask 
Can we ask him? <laughs> yeah, but I think that I think that's a very sort of super direct way of asking it. The way I have experienced it in my past is you basically have a conversation about each other's values. You know, what are your value systems? And you have that you have that as an ongoing conversation. So yeah, I get that, I get asked that all the time, and I also ask the question all the time, just not in that super direct way. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Great. And now um, let's switch gears. Uh, there's another. Uh, Backchat um, episode uh, that we actually watched and it triggered these questions. Um, you know, women, there's this new word called hypergamy. So like women want to be taken care of or they want to be uh, financed by rich men. So there's this, um, I don't know, it's a trend. So um, why this thing coming out very aggressively in the dating scenario, a woman wanting to be a woman of leisure and being to be taken care of by men versus men wanting to be taken care of care of by women. Case example, uh, the Twinder Sindler. Uh, my enemies are after me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's your opinion on that, Tim? Oh, no, this, this video made me overreact. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Break it down. <laughs> right. um, look, I think that if, if you choose to live the kind of lifestyle where you want to be taken care of as a woman and that's that's where your tunnel vision is you know like a bunch of them said as they were talking like that's a personal choice that's you know that's what I want I just want to be taken care of I think the challenge that I started to have was when they started making very general statements about men like a man is his money that one triggered me because a man is definitely not just his money he's a lot more than that it made me ask the question then what is a woman if that's the black and white we're going with Mm -hmm. what's a woman then is it her body Mm-hmm. And if so, that opens up a whole conversation about like sex and stuff like that. And, you know, I noticed that the room got a little quiet when sex comes came into the picture. Yeah, I, I definitely didn't agree with uh, how they were going about it. If you want to be hypergamous, go for it. But it is definitely not all men That's want that. There are men who want to be taken care of, like in the in the coast where I'm from, the beach boys and the, yeah. you know, <laughs> Like, hey, live your best life, but yeah. it's not. That's just a small percentage of people. It's interesting. Uh, there's this girl who said uh, she wants to be taken care of, and she has a degree and doesn't purpose to get a job. So one question was posed to her, and she was like, "So what do you bring to the table?" Going to the conversation of the table, she said, "I'm beautiful, so I deserve to be taken care of." Wow. So like the entitlement. You want a man who. Well, quote unquote, um, the gender role of a man is to take care of women. But you as a woman, you don't want to shrink yourself into the traditional roles of a woman. But what you bring to the table is just your beauty. So girls, opinions? I mean, I, I think traditionally it's always been viewed that women typically do this leisure thing. Let me just find a rich dude. Um, You know, even in university, I remember seeing so many friends go through this. Um, But I feel like, you know, getting into that leisure mode and like not necessarily contributing financially or anything, it has so many strings attached. And that control element would definitely not be my cup of tea. People control you with money, with providing. And so you literally have to go according to what they want. So they have so much say in the relationship. So as a woman, it's really motivated me to have my own money because money equals control. That's true. Yeah. Um, As Beyonce says, have your own life before you become someone's wife. (laughs) (laughs) So um, there's a statement by Kanye Mbao and she said that if a woman chooses to be with a man 
and because of his money, she has to realize that she's given more than the man is because the man's just gonna give money but she's gonna give a lot more she's giving her body she's giving her time her energy um if she's gonna have kids all of that so like there's a lot more expectation on her than she even realizes right and um people forget what if that person dies what next like if you've relied i know we have a friend who the the brother uh passed but the wife um never worked they have two kids one was uh, just about to like finish uh, high school. She's never, this lady has never worked. Where do you begin? So now that has laid, that, that, that burden has been laid on our friend because now he has to look after his brother's wife and the kids because she doesn't, where does she begin? She's close in her forties. And so I think people just don't realize that. Like we live, as I said before, we live in a very different um, environment. We live economy wise, may even having one child is a challenge even having a pet is a challenge so I think people just need to look into themselves and if you're gonna make that choice be willing to carry the consequences that come with it definitely don't want to be a lady of leisure unless I'm the one paying for it (laughs) so (laughs) great so um are we overreacting negatively to that notion or positively what's your take Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely overreacting negatively. Yeah. Everything that can be given can be taken away. If you're going to play the money game, I was just told a story of, you know, you know, the sponsor life. Uh, a friend of mine knows someone else who was given an apartment and a car and then fell out with Mr. Sponsor. Mm. And this person was in traffic and someone just came and knocked on the window and said, please, wow. please. Get out. Kindly step down. Goodness. Yeah. So if you're going to play the money game, just know that the money game has its own rules. And uh, wow. yeah. Drop my right there. Yeah. <laughs> that's next level, man. <laughs> yeah, that scenario is all too common. So uh, switching gears, um, there's this dating guru called Matthew Hussey, who in a room full of women said that he wouldn't date a woman if she couldn't at least offer to pay for a date or contribute to things that they do as a couple. Um, another scenario is uh, basically talking about how women choose to be selectively independent. Um, and, you know, you know, sometimes I want to be misindependent. Other times I want the guy to just pay for my date. Um, so my question to you is, is this statement a reflection of how you have found most women come across when dating? Do you think women are selectively independent? Um, you know, would you be upset if a woman's not willing to pay for half of the date or like contribute to things that you guys do as a couple? Yeah, I think I'm going to go with that. Uh, women are definitely today's society. Women are definitely selectively independent um, when it comes to the whole dating thing and who's going to pay for the date. Uh, what I actually try to do, uh, Lush, you know this, in my Bumble days, I, on the first date, would actually ask, would would you like me to pay for this date or do you want something else? And I did that and I know it actually created a little bit of an uncomfortable scenario, but I did that on purpose, almost as a social experiment because <laughs> I, let's have the conversation openly, you know what I'm saying? Um, obviously, I'd always be prepared to pay um, for the date, but I think it, it's a conversation enough that it should be spoken about openly. Like, let's not beat around the bush. Um, but I do kind of agree with what he was saying. There's something he said I thought it was really beautiful. Um, I would treat you as I treat my best friend. That's something that that kind of resonated with me. Knowing full well about the selective independence, I don't think I'd want to be with someone who expects me to pay for all dates. Um, yeah. 
Because what's wrong also with taking a man out for a date, you know? Where's the equality? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm so interested to find out what were your findings and your social experiments on your dates? Oh, oh you want me to tell you? Um, <laughs> so most women, first of all, would uh, just freeze up. Like, I think in their mind already, the expectation is I'm going to pay for the date, which is fine. But there was this shock and there was this like a little bit of confusion. But most of them said, yes, I would like you to pay for the for the date. And when you're having this conversation, is it before the date? Like, do you text? Is this like text or we're at the table? When the bill comes. But <laughs> but it, it ended up obviously igniting much more of a conversation after that, this, yeah. this whole thing. So I think it was it was good. Yep. How many dates? Um, will you comfortably pay without having to feel like, okay, cool, this lady needs to like also offer? That's a tough one. First of all, my idea of a date is not just at a restaurant where there has to be something that has to be paid for. It could be at home, it could be a home-cooked meal, it could go for a walk in, in you know, Karuda Forest or whatever. Um, but I think maybe by the third or fourth date, I would start to think, okay, how are we relating as two people? You know, um, I'm the kind of, I'm a more sort of liberal kind of partnership kind of person. So... Yeah, third, fourth date, I'll start asking questions, maybe. Okay. Wow. That's very different for me. I think, um, so for me, I'm a late bloomer. I didn't really start going on dates very early on in life. Um, So again, like I stated previously, for me, money has always equal control and power. So um, I remember like when I just go on dates, I would actually pay because I don't want this guy now afterwards trying to calmly blow up my phone. So I would never feel guilty. If I don't ever talk to you again, I wouldn't care because there's nothing I owe you. Um, So it wasn't until now I started seriously dating somebody they just were like, why can't you let me buy you anything or a gift or any? Because I'm like, Mm-mm, I don't want you thinking I'm owing you anything. But eventually, you know, you get used to the person or whatever. And they taught me the culture of paying for the date. And so, you know, I had to get off my high horse. Let me just allow this man to treat me. And then it became the norm for me. So now when you start trying to date anyone else again, I'm like, hmm, OK, yeah, you, yeah, you could pay. I don't even think about it. But some guy was like, oh, so uh, do you want to pay? And I was like, uh, yeah, I could pay for the next one. I'll, I'll pay for the next one. <laughs> so I think it can catch Very you off guard. I think it's just like age. habits that okay. you learn and, you know, but I've always found like a lot of men define themselves with their money and, and what they can buy for you or do for you. So um, to avoid that, I've always taken that initiative of making sure like a dude's not constantly paying for me. Personally, I think the first date, the man is going to get the bill, but maybe the second or whatever date, uh, I'm team Dutch. You get the food, I get the drinks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or if, for example, we're going on a vacation, I get the, the of course I'll go for the cheaper one. I'll get the Airbnb. You pay the yeah, seriously. Um, I'm team Dutch. Uh, if I'm comfortable with you or if we are in a relationship. But if it's someone that I don't think we have a chance, you you pay and then you <laughs> block it, you block it. <laughs> um, personally, I like paying for dates. I love treating a man. So especially if I'm really interested in you. I used to do this thing with my ex-boyfriend where I would uh, message him, I'd say this day. And then I'll give him option A, option B. Um, and then he picks which option he wants for the day. And then I tell him to get ready. I'll even pick him up and uh, go. So I, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called trading places. Okay, mm-hmm. hey now. <laughs> 
So I, I think it is important. And I think one thing that was said within the, all the videos that I uh, that were talking about this was um, sometimes a man just wants the offer. They just want to feel um, like they're being thought of, which is what you were saying on the third or fourth day. You'll start to wonder, is are we on the same page? Is, how long is this going to go on? So I think, um, so, you know, us as women, we've always been um, gone out knowing that we're going to get the attention, what have you. So sometimes it's nice, you know, to treat that person. But I have one question for us ladies. Do you think, um, so Tim says that we selectively choose when to be independent. Are we guilty of that? Yes or no? I think women definitely can uh, be guilty of that, but I don't think we're always doing it knowingly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say uh, it depends with the generation. Uh, our generation, I think we are, we know when to be independent, yeah? But I think the people are coming after us, the Gen Zs, right? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Free, freebies. Yeah. 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 Too yeah. much, too much, too much, too much, yeah. And I also <laughs> think just the stuff that, you know, young people see in social media, like, oh yeah, this is the slay queen life and this and that. So it's also what they're consuming and what they're being taught. Um, and also I think just your upbringing in your household, what do you see? You know, um, what did your parents or your father encourage you to do as a young lady? I think it goes down to values again. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But there's something you kept saying, a good woman. Just before we wrap it up, what is a good woman? You know, from the men's species, what is a good woman? Who defines, you know, goodness or the good in a woman? So this is a conversation that I had at length uh, with Lush at some point. Um, and maybe it's going to sound a little strange, but I personally think that a good woman a self-aware woman, mm-hmm. someone who, you know, has chosen to go on the path of learning themselves, wanting to know about themselves, wanting to to be a better person every day, you know, doing the steps to actually put work in to themselves. That's a good woman. I think a good woman is a good person, as the same with a good man is a good person. It's about your self-awareness. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for that lesson. I love that. Yeah. Thank you so much, Tim, for overreacting with us. It was really great having like your perspective and, you know, chiming in on our ovaries. <laughs> but before we let you leave again, because um, the conversation was really about like uh, dating scene and how we as women should come within the dating scene. What would be um, the, the thing that you would want women to start thinking about that they're not thinking about that you've picked up, you know, in your... Um, years of dating? Um, times have changed. Times have changed and um, the old the old um, stereotypes that we used to live by, literally almost just 40, 50 years ago, uh, those, are, those are dead. It's now all about uh, partnerships now. It's, it's about doing things commonsensically. So if you're going to be, you know, screaming at men, asking them about their money, then they're going to throw that right back at you. So it just, my, my thing would be, what do you want? Do you want to, do you want a life partner or do you want to be a woman of leisure? What do you want? If you want to be with someone, then yeah, make compromises. I love that. I totally love that. And I couldn't agree more with you. Um, So you have been listening to the Overreact podcast. It is a space where we openly ask the tough questions and have conversations to trigger change. 
Yes, and you can uh, catch other episodes right here on Capital FM at 10.30 EAT. And uh, make sure that you catch up with uh, this particular episode across all the digital uh, podcast platforms. That is Google, uh, Google, Anchor, Spotify, SoundCloud. And yes, an invitation to overreact. All right. And make sure to follow us at Sister Speaks 254 and on Twitter to interact with us on Instagram or TikTok. You have been listening to your host, Angela Wamboy. And one nugget that I have taken from Tim is a relationship is a partnership. And it's your host, Monica Mohoya. And it's individualism of a partnership. You don't owe me. and you've been listening to Lush Angela and I think let's all remember as women that even men want to have their flowers and want to have their offers so don't just think about yourself when you're going to date him think about how you can treat him too ladies yes yes let's overreact. overreact